hey, this is Adam Green from Hatchet, Holliston, Frozen, and your mom, and you're listening to the Versus Horror Podcast. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Be afraid. Be very afraid. I'm scared to close my eyes. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Don't you blame the movies? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Welcome back, everybody, to episode one zero. We hit double digits of versus horror podcast. There you go. There we go. We did it. Finally. I'm your host. <laughs> And uh, ghoul extraordinaire, Josh. And of course, I'm joined with... Brandon. And... Uh, Freddy. You guys know me. He just got done jogging. Yeah, and you keep looking at my crotch. No, I just can't get over how yeah, little right. those shorts are. Guys, he literally keeps looking at my crotch. <laughs> and he licks his lips. too, Unassumedly. Unassumedly. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of the rock star he's drinking or is it because he's looking no, at No, I, I just, I'm just, your legs are Man, not really hairy like, and those shorts are very tiny. So I just can't. I'm really making it's you like flustered, a train, huh? It, it's a train wreck. I It's awful to look at, but I can't look away. Yeah. Wow, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> uh, so we are back for episode 10. It's good to be back. Boys, double digits. This, this mark, this is big, episode 10. This is when we go on iTunes and everything else. We got back catalog. Hopefully people will... Um, make fun of Brandon as much as I do in real life, and we'll be good. Are we on? Like, I know we're on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy's dead. The Jesus. look you gave me, like, are you serious? <laughs> Dude, I felt like we should have hit 10, like, two episodes ago. Because remember, when we were setting up, you're like, this is episode 8. And I'm like... Isn't it 10? You're like, no, this is episode 8. And I was like, fuck, I feel like it's taking us forever to get to 10. Yeah. Well, now awesome. we're here. We're, we're here. Well, we're I'm here. just saying, are we on, like, things for people to, like, listen to? Um, That's what I We mean. will be. Okay. Yeah, we will be. As soon as, when this episode goes up, inside baseball time, when this episode goes up, we'll, we'll be on those things. Yeah. So, look us up. Oh, maybe you found us. I don't know. If you're listening from the website, look us up and subscribe and do all that stuff. So, we can get to that later. Um... But how have you guys been? Busy. Yeah. Busy, busy. Oh, yeah? What have you been doing? Work and more work and taking care of animals and... Eating burritos. Eating burritos and <laughs> drinking rock stars. What happened to your diet? Dude, I fell off hard, Fred. <laughs> I, I'm getting back into it, like... Because it's one of those things, like, when I get in this mode where I'm like, right, I, I need to start eating better, you know, just eating, just being, like selecting better foods to eat then when i go to the grocery store it's like i draw a blink i'm like fuck i don't know what to buy and it's like man i like i'm down to eat salads like i love salads but it has to be like good i just can't eat spinach lettuce and a little bit of dressing i gotta like spice it up with like olives pepperoncinis, all kinds of shit so then when i get to the the grocery store excuse me <laughs> you really keep burping into that <laughs> it's, it's that rock star <laughs> You know, I, then I I'm, I look around I'm like man, I don't really know like what to buy. So I'm gonna go to the grocery store this week. I've been making a list of <laughs> good, good things to 
What's the count up to? Like three, four, <laughs> four. Every time Brandon takes a burp, it's, every time Brandon pauses in the middle of his sentence, you know he's burping. Burp, so burping. at home, take a drink. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> I know there's a lot of shit in these. Honestly, yeah, these things keep me alive. To be honest, like, and they're gonna kill you. <laughs> ironically, it's all right. <laughs> I had a good run. No, Josh, but, yeah. why don't you help him out? You made no, no, he, he does. Well, I've talked to him. Which okay. I, I mean. I've lost a lot of weight before, so I know how to do it. But it's just even then, it's just making foods that are going to taste good because I get really bored of just chicken and vegetables. So I'm just like, I want to like spice up with like different stuff. And even when I know what I want to buy and I get to the store, I, I just kind of like just hit like a, a block where I'm like, do I really need that? He sees the Cheetos and it's like, oh, Cheetos. Cheetos. Mm. 98 cents. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. that's the other problem. Usually all the all the like healthier stuff. Ends up being more expensive for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's like, like when you go out to Wendy's or something. I'm not saying this is the best thing for you, but the probably the most efficient thing on the 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 menu is like a grilled chicken sandwich. Well, that's like four dollars, but you could have a double cheeseburger that's ninety nine cents, and that's like three calories worth or three times the calories worth of the chicken sandwich. It's just like backwards. It doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. almost like you just need to go to Costco and buy shit in bulk. That it's like I don't mind spending a lot of money if it's going to last me yeah. a while. But I mean, that's what I did. But see, that's the thing. You said <clears> you, you like to switch it up. I honestly ate the same thing every day for like two years, and I I'm okay with it. Like I I, I don't have a problem with it. But it's that two week thing. It's like once you, the the first week is obviously the hardest to get through. Yeah, you got to reprogram your your brain. And then you know, and I, I'm a big profound because I mean, you remember me. Like, well, I, I knew you too. Where I started doing Muay Thai and I lost a bunch of weight and I was in really good shape and I was fighting and like I, I lived on like meal replacement shakes, like protein shakes. And I'm still like into that. And so I would use that as a filler where I'm like I'm on the run constantly between doing Muay Thai, working and just whatever else I was doing and just using those like just make it real quick and take it on the go, which I'm, I'm incorporating that. But it's just like when I am legit hungry, I want to eat good shit, you know. So we'll see. What well, <clears throat> did you tell Freddie about your yoga? You do yoga? No. He, you texted me. You're like, I want to oh. get into yoga. Oh well, no. So <laughs> we're talking about no. <laughs> this is like two days ago. Oh no, I, I did text you, but I, I'm not doing this. That I was thinking about. Oh yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, there's this program called DDP Yoga, mm-hmm. and the guy, the wrestler Diamond Dallas Page, like does it, and like all these other oh. wrestlers. Because that's a grueling industry to be in. Like when they're old, they get all like fucked up and their backs and joints and shit don't work. That's properly. another guy who just died. Before we start recording, we we're talking about everybody who's died recently. Oh, Bruno San Martino. Yeah, the wrestler oh, guy. Right, yeah. yeah, he died too. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, this has been a rough week. A lot of, it's like this whole month is like 2016. A lot of new uh, job openings too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to <laughs> fly to be the next mini me. Right. <laughs> I mean, you'd be the next first lady. <laughs> there you go. You could do it. See, we and those shorts, dreams. yeah. You love my shorts, don't you? Don't no. rape me, Brendan. Don't rape me. I'm or not one of your or basement girls. <laughs> you see my crawl space, motherfucker. He's like the guy in uh, in uh, Don't Breathe. Yeah, I know he is. <laughs> I got three turkey basters. Oh my god, You're disgusting. <laughs> that is so gross. DDP but, yoga. Yeah. So, and I mean, a lot of people that. Have have injuries and you know have done it. And I used to make fun of yoga. 
years ago. I'm like, I am not doing that kind of shit. That's gay. Why would you make? Yeah, exactly. I knew, <laughs> so I'm like, I knew it. I was trying to I'm get like, that out of you, but I didn't have to. He, just, he just gave it right to <laughs> yeah. you, wrapped up and everything. It's like, yeah, I used to make fun of it. Until I like I like legit. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll try it because a friend told me. Diamond Dallas Page does it. Why can't? <clears> yeah, I do it? Exactly. no, no. Th- when I tried it, it's been like eight years ago since I tried it. But I took a couple classes just to go with him, and because he had like a lot of back problems, he goes, "Dude, I like this beats pills." Like, please it, tell me that you're gonna do. So it's like videos, right? You, yeah, you DVDs buy the DVD whatever. set. Please yeah. tell me you're gonna do this at home in the summer. No AC on. Hot yoga. Hot yoga. Hot yeah. naked balls dangling yoga. <laughs> It's going to smell you, so bad. You want to come? Every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, he, he was like, dude, like this, like he, he has like, he still has backgrounds, but the yoga has really helped him out. And so a lot of people that do are like, man, like people, like the doctor tell me that I can't fucking, I won't be able to use my left arm anymore because my shoulder is bad. And it's like the yoga helps like realign stuff, and you know. So I'm thinking about since like my accident stuff, I'm thinking it'll probably be a good thing to try out. Worth a shot, we'll, you know. At least give it a shot for a couple weeks and see where it goes. And a lot of success stories with the DDP yoga, and a lot of other like pro wrestlers have done it too to like rehabilitate their injuries. What about Brock Lesnar? Well, that's steroids. <laughs> Maybe you should try that next too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Too expensive. Freddie, what you been up to? Dude, I started a new workout routine, and <laughs> why are you always looking? <laughs> wow, um, and it's been really rough because I, what you do is you sprint for thirty seconds, jog for thirty-five seconds, sprint for thirty. Oh, seconds. is it like the hit interval training or yeah, that what Brendan said, and I hate it with a passion. Dude, that's really when I was working out and stuff, trying to like when I lost a bunch of weight. Like even like bodybuilding.com, which is which is geared more towards like lifting. So yeah, the interval training is the best workout to burn fat and to get you can literally get a 30 minute workout in 15 minutes by, yeah. you know, because it's constant. You don't stop, you know. Sorry. Right. Keep going. <laughs> so that's been pretty. I was really sore two weeks ago, but getting into the groove of it this week will be my third week. So we'll see how that goes. And then I went to see a couple movies. I saw Game Night, which I really does. Oh, is that movie good? It's I keep really hearing good. a lot of stuff yeah. about it. I saw Blockers. Is that oh, raunchy comedy with John the, Cena? The with the with the uh, was it the rooster in front it of it. Good? Yeah, is it's it? A, it's actually pretty funny. Is that the title Blockers or is it I, Cock Blockers? It's Blockers, but there's a rooster in front of it. Oh, to so, like okay. Yeah. Um, and then I saw You Were Never Really Here with Joaquin Phoenix last night. Oh, I saw the uh, the poster for it. How was that? I did not like it. Yeah. I I said this to my friends afterwards. I'm like, you know how... I wrote a paper in college how Matrix ruined an enhanced film. Because after that, we we're like, let's just use CG for literally everything now, you know? Oh, Matrix Reloaded, that scene with all the Agent Smiths. I know. It looks like a PS2 game. Terrible. It's really yeah. bad. Where before they would use CG when it's like we have no other option, right? But in Matrix, it's like, yeah, well, let's use it for everything now. So now I feel like Drive was the next movie that like, let's have this cool artistic feel shot like a music video. But is there any plot? No, but it looks cool. So this and a lot of movies after that have followed that. And this movie fits into that. So it's kind of like Taxi Driver meets John Wick. John Wick. Hmm. And I didn't like it at all. 
But knowing me, I would probably like it three years from now because I think there's going to be a movie. Because what it does is it sh- every time there's a violent scene about to happen, it doesn't show you. Oh, you know, it's like it a is a, Yeah, it is a violent movie, but like the cool violence that we're used to, like in Taken or John Wick movies, it doesn't give it to you. So I think this is the first movie to do something like this. So three years from now, when more people do this, we're going to look back out on this like, oh, yeah. That's the best one. That's the yeah. best one. Hmm. You know, I always take some movies a while to catch up to that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, look, superhero movies. You do you know? like the John Wick movies? Oh, I love them. Yeah, they're I good. think they're great. They're doing number three. Yeah, no, I can't wait for the third one. It's going to be cool. Well, it's almost kind of getting like scary now. I, I was even cautious about the second one. Where I'm like, God, the first one was so good. We know how we all feel about sequels. Is it going to be good? And now it was good, and I loved it. Now the third one, I'm, uh, God, I hope it doesn't take a shit. Right. You know? We'll see. But I think they set it up pretty well, though, to like make you want. Yeah, that ending scene it. in the second one, that was pretty dope. Yeah, when he meets up with the guy. I don't remember his name, but like the... Like the king, the Morpheus. Yeah, pretty the much. Morpheus, yeah. yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. What about you, Josh? Um, you've been a busy guy. Yeah, it's done a lot of stuff, wedding stuff. You Sist- look tired. Sist- yeah, yeah, I'm tired. Sister-in-law got married to my one of my best friends. Uh, so they sealed the deal. Your, and hair's, then we- your hair's a little bit longer, right? Yeah, I need a haircut. <laughs> Actually, I, I didn't know we long. had Seth Rogen in studio. <laughs> well, it's funny. One of Amber's cousins. One of Amber's cousins yesterday was like, because I had my hair, because like I when I comb it, it stays curly because I put some shit in it that keeps it curly and stuff. And one of Amber's cousins is like, you look like the guy from Elf, <laughs> like Will Ferrell. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, oh, no, buddy. like two two weeks ago we had like the bachelor party over here. Then this week we had all the bridesmaids and stuff come, and the wedding was last night. And I'm kind of recovering, but got new glasses. These are I more noticed. square. Yeah, those are cool. Thanks. I was weary of them. Amber's like, you should get them. You should try some out. And I was like, uh, okay, it's only for a year. Cause you get new glasses every year, I guess, or at least you know, a yearly eye exam or something. They give you prescription. Uh, but uh, so far, so good. But um, I, I've actually learned to trust like my past girlfriends on like, hey, you should wear that shirt or those jeans or whatever, you know, because I was I used to be a very what girlfriend told you to wear those. <laughs> I don't have one. That's why. Okay. <laughs> um, but before I, I was a very stubborn man, like I don't know I'm going to wear, but Dia, she's like my ex. She's my ex fiance. She really helped me out with how I like how I dress now. Mm. Ten years ago, she really helped me out. So. Yeah. Good on Amber picking those glasses. Yeah, that's was like, ah, okay. Yeah. That well, that's the other thing too. I was like, well, I don't as long as she likes them, I guess, then that's yeah. that's the plus. Happy wife, happy life. There you go. Uh but I I will never live that life. Oh, I'll will. tell you what though. I, I'm ugly. Is it because I'm ugly, Freddie? No, it's because you're stubborn. Ugly and alone. I'm I know I'm thick headed. My mom tells me that. Yeah, no, it's because you do hot yoga with your balls hanging. <laughs> My banana hammock. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited for uh, <clears throat> Age of not Age of uh, Infinity War next <laughs> yeah. week. I think it's gonna be awesome. This week, yeah, technically, yeah. yeah. Premiere world premieres tomorrow. Boom! I am gonna try as hard as I can to avoid spoilers, and uh, that's why I gotta see it Thursday. I know because apparently they're gonna release the new title at the end of this movie. Oh, really? And the new villain. And they don't. They're telling people don't say anything. Wait until like the weekend's over so people can watch it. Interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm I just can't wait to see like how 
I just, I just, I want to see how they incorporate everybody on screen, like you know, giving them their own time and stuff like that. And I mean, I've, I've, I've gone cast. back to rewatch them leading up to this moment, and man, like quite a journey Marvel we have been on with Marvel, you know. And when I was watching Homecoming, Spider Man Homecoming, I was like. We're so lucky we have Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I know. Yeah. He's an incredible actor, you know. I feel like Marvel is fucking squashing DC. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. All yeah. these movies coming out and like yeah. good movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's also a guy on Reddit. But who... you didn't like Black Panther, right? Brendan? I know you didn't. You know why I didn't like it? <laughs> we all know why. You, <laughs> you don't have like to say it. it. We know. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, don't, I wasn't a fan. Don't say it. I wasn't a fan of Black Panther either. Yeah, What's up? Okay. but it's different coming from Josh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I, got a, I got a PM today from Reddit. I messaged this guy in the past. He was working on like a super cut of all the Marvel movies, and I guess he finished it. So I kind of want to check it out. It's like a, I think it's like a 15 hour long movie Yeah, where he intertwined all the Marvel movies see leading it. up to it. Yeah, he, he sent me the link, so I'll have to download it. Send it's me like the 20 link. gigs. Yeah, 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 for sure. I just kind of, well, because like, I'm just interested to see like how he wove yeah. it all in and and i think it'd be cool i love the internet but, sometimes. but i know everyone's doing uh marathons and stuff leading up to it i think we watched thor ragnarok the other night uh just just to watch it yeah that, that that's a fun movie that's a good I movie, like that yeah. movie but yeah pretty much that's about it I, we didn't even tell people what we're going to be reviewing today have we no no we haven't wow okay. what a, what a, the rust <laughs> I need to shake it off. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, that's a great segue because we can get right into it. This week, Brandon, we are reviewing Maniac from 1980 and Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer <laughs> from 1987. 86. Yeah. yeah, sorry. But officially, it didn't get released to 89. Yeah, it's like an Indian. Oh, yeah, I think true. both yeah. these movies were unrated, actually, yeah. or like not rated. Funny. Um, so, a little inside. To let everybody know, we had a hard time remembering what <laughs> movie. We kept going like, Mad Men? Remember? We were texting oh, you. Texting. <laughs> well, I thought he got it. I'm like, no, we're not doing that one, dude. We're, we're doing Maniac. I thought like, the same <laughs> thing because I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's an Asimov's Prime. Cool. Yeah. And then you, no, we got the wrong movie. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they both start with M's, both yeah. from the 80s. Well, I think because, because you posted on your Instagram yeah, you were watching that. That's right. what I thought, too, because he posted mm. the movie, and I was like, oh. That must be yeah, it, but yeah. No. So, Maniac and Henry Dyer, Dyer Portrait. Portrait of a Serial Killer. Um, have you guys seen these movies before, or had you? I have not. I saw the Maniac remake, but I haven't seen... Is it a remake? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. i never seen the 2012. It's, the it's not as good, but... Okay. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay, I mean, sure. it's not I didn't novel, know it was a remake. I thought it was just no. the same title, but okay. No. Had you seen him before? I have seen him. Yeah. Nice. I hadn't. Most times I've not seen him. Of course. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brandon, what did you think of uh, your boy Michael Rooker in as Henry? That's his first movie, Henry. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I remember reading that. Dude, he's he's so good. Like, I mean, it's like watching like Slither and like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like looking back at that, like, dude, that guy's like a legit good actor. Yeah. Like watching this, and I don't know if you guys know this, but briefly, this movie, briefly, I mean, there's a lot of ties, but it's not it doesn't go into full detail. 
it's based off Henry, not based off of, but like the character Henry Lee Lucas, like the real yeah. serial killer. And another guy named Otis or something. Otis Tool was the other guy. He killed Adam Walsh, John Walsh's son, America's oh, wow. Most Wanted. Wait, who did? Otis Tool. So his friend in the movie's name, Ot- Otis. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. In real life, Henry Lucas, serial killer, and him were lovers. And they were both these like fucking. Like me and you. Legit. They were lovers? Really? Yeah. But they didn't go, they didn't obviously show that in the movie, but huh. in real life they were. And so all these years, that's why John Wall started American Most Wanted, because they didn't know who killed his son. Right, right, yeah. And so it didn't come, mm. it didn't get revealed to like five or six years ago that it was Otis Tool that actually killed him. And so <clears throat> almost like Jack the Ripper shit now where there was always these specials like, who killed Adam Walsh? We think we know who did it. They had like Jeffrey Dahmer, like just all these like legit name serial killers, like John Wayne Gacy did it. Jeffrey that's Dahmer. Why, that's did. why we have Code Adam, right? Right, because what's Code Adam? Because Adam Walsh, Joe Walsh. He like when when we worked at Albertsons, we would have like Code Adam. Like there's a missing kid, like a, a parent. Oh. Yeah, Even when like you see so. it when you drive on the freeway, it says Code Adam. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah oh, so that. in eighty, I don't know what date it was. Um. His mom and Adam were at a Sears store in the mall, and she left him at one of those video game stands with some other kids. She walked around the corner, was looking at some shit, comes back, and they're, all the kids are gone. And so she couldn't find him, and that's the last she'd ever seen of him. They found him decap his head, just his head, like down the road from the mall in like a canal. And so ever since then, it's been who fucking killed his son. And so he started that show to like help other people that are you know, fucked up shit happened. They don't know what's going on to help. What about the other kids? They no, that, that was the he. They took. They, he just took him. But they, I, I obviously not came up with it. They like, hey, did you see where this kid went to? Not never came up of it. They had no wow. idea. You know, I think they're in a mall. Security yeah. cameras, like, and so they had nothing. Yeah, but like in the eighties, well, right? True, or nineties or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So it wasn't until like two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. That they actually, you know, based it that we got all this evidence and only points to one guy, and it was Otis Tool. Nice. Yeah. Crazy. I like this movie a lot. It, sorry, just tangent. Well, that was one no, thing. it's interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting. You know, yeah, it is. I appreciate it. But, um, yeah, I like this movie a lot. Michael Rooker definitely played a good, a good serial killer. And also Tom... Howley, shit. He was a Night of the Living Dead. He, he's been a lot of stuff too. He played a good psychopath too. But I, I don't know. I this movie was very dark and very disturbing in in some senses. But yeah, after watching this movie and watching Slither, like I, I'm like even more like Michael Rooker's badass. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I watched Henry first, and that one scene. Where they're watching the video of them. Oh, yeah. Camcorder? Yeah, like yeah. breaking into the house and shit. Yeah. I was like, this is like too real. Like, yeah. this is, this is, hor-. like, I didn't want to watch it. I was like, this is, <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's really good by them. I mean, they acted, I think they acted it so well. It made me forget there's a movie. And, like, it almost seemed like at times it was like a documentary because there wasn't, like, that much music or anything or, like, I don't know. It's just like it really kind of that's kind of spooky. Like it kind of creeped me out. Like because it, like when I was a kid, I used to watch um, 
Unsolved Mysteries, which I do now because it's on Amazon. Creepiest fucking show. But I'd watch that, and I remember watching it, and every time there'd be a home invasion story, you're like, oh, these people broke in, and they killed, mm-hmm. and they never found them. And, you know, with the music and Robert Stack and shit, I was always, like, as a kid, like, this is a scary shit that could yeah. ever happen. Because, like, I remember laying there in bed and being, like, at night. I couldn't sleep at night sometimes because I'd be like, dude, if someone just busts through the door, like, what if it happens like Unsolved Mysteries or some shit? Paranormal stuff, whatever. Like, fucking Bigfoot, sure. But, like, the breaking and entering stuff, and then to see that video in this of them, like, doing that in the movie, uh, Henry and Otis, I was like, ooh, that's kind of scary. But I just thought it was, like, the way that they made it feel real, I guess, is what the scariest part is. And how Otis really wanted his sister. That was another thing, too. It was just, like... Was very well, yeah, it's really uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, just yeah. like really. <laughs> Freddie, what did you think of this movie? When I was watching that movie, I was like, um, "This is so real. Why am I watching this?" Exactly. You know, yeah. like I don't find any entertainment. Not that you, I guess you should, but like, and I get how they're trying to portray it as real or whatever. But it's like, it's kind of it's a disgusting movie. You know, there's nothing redeeming about it, and I'm like. Like, I feel like no one should watch this movie. Yeah. Because or, it's too real. Or it's like, I don't know why I'd ever want to go back and watch it again. No. It's yeah. like, that one time was enough for me. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, it's like movies too when they're trying to do like, like recreate like how we took down Bin Laden or something. It's like, why do I need to watch things like that? Why do I need that in my brain? Yeah. You know? Or even the scene. A one and done. Even the scene where they go to the TV salesman or whatever. And they just decide, like, all right, we're going to kill him now. Like, they just snap like that, yeah. and they just murder him. And it's just, like, it's just, like, one single take. It's not right. even, like, they're cut. Yeah. It's just, like, and they're all, like, laughing and shit, and they're, like, oh, get him or whatever. Like, yeah, you're right. It's, like, why Why am I watching this? Like, right. it's just too, it is. It's, it's very real. Right. It's weird. And just the way it's shot, too, or it's very grainy and, like, very. We shot it on 16 millimeter? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that that added that effect to it too of like oh my god like it, it felt like you know you're like you're like how you guys said you're watching a documentary and I just remember just kind of like but dude like Michael Rooker and the, and the other guy they they played that so well just that well, I think that's what what kind of added to it was like how well that they they yeah. they were acting so good it didn't look like they were acting it looked like they were like real people which is and it's what like they one of those things do. like watching them it's like if I like walked like. If they're walking one way on the street and I'm coming, you know, it, it'd almost be like where I'd start to be like, who the fuck are these guys? Like, they, because Michael Roker, he just had that calm, just kind of laid back, but almost just, just the way he would like, would look at you and the, the stuff he would say and how he talked to you, would be like, I don't, this guy, no, like, he's very unpredictable, you know? It actually made me reflect upon myself when they were watching that scene, like themselves, that home invasion. I'm a viewer that loves horror movies. How does that stop from it, me taking that into real life? Because this movie just, it's a disgusting movie. And I'm like, seriously, I kept asking myself, I, I, why am I watching this? It's, it's, there's no purpose to it besides watching people, quote unquote, act doing this. You know, it's, it's, 
I don't know. You need when you watch based on real life movies, you need something a little redeeming. And I get it if you want to try to do it natural and as real as possible. I get all that stuff. But this was just like, no, let's legit try to do this. You know, yeah, there's like no reason. There's no like redeeming qualities about any character. No. I mean, maybe the maybe the woman, the sister, or whatever. But, but like, yeah, it's it like there's nothing in like the protagonist that makes you want to be like. Oh man, I hope he like changes his life around or it's just oh at yeah. first I thought it was clever. I'm like, oh, we're not gonna see him do the killings because he claims he killed however many people, what like a lot, but it, he's only been tied to like eleven. But it's like he always fantasized about doing that. So it's like, oh, so the beginnings we don't see him killing, but it's the after effects, even if he kills him or not, we don't know. And I thought that was an interesting take on a movie like this because I've never seen that done. So I'm like, okay, I could get on board with this. Hmm. Yeah, because the first, I don't know, what, like 15, 20 minutes? It's just, it's real slow. I mean, it's just him driving around at a diner or a hotel or whatever. And then it shows like these dead people that I guess you And you hear the struggling. Yeah, you you basically hear every, you you see the scene without actually seeing it. Right. And it... You know, it's like, oh, well, I guess he killed that guy, or I guess he killed that woman, or whatever. But you don't actually see him doing it. Right. So yeah, so like maybe it's like maybe he didn't do it. But then you know, as the movie goes on, he's like teaching Otis. Oh yeah, I just kill somebody, right. like whatever. Or like they go pick up those two ladies in the car, and he just like snaps their neck like nothing. Right. And it's like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. It's gross. Super <laughs> weird movie. Uh, what about Maniac, Brandon? Maniac is awesome. Like I, like I said, I, I have a lot of friends who've, who've watched it who are like, it's one of those movies that kind of gets brushed under the rug or swept under the rug as far as like 80s horror goes. But like Maniac is definitely, it. it's along the lines of Henry where you're kind of like, all right, this guy is fucking weird and like psychotic, but you have fun watching it. You, you, you know, some of the scenes they shot were really fucking cool and I enjoyed it a lot. And I think, like, after watching it, I'm like, dude, this is probably, you know, it's not going to touch Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th for me, but it's definitely, like, I have, like, a new, like, 80s horror movie that I can tell somebody about that not a lot of people probably know about. You know what I mean? Because, like, I, I know you've seen it, but it, it's not one of those movies where you think of 80s horror, it, it, it doesn't right. come up as, you know. It's not, like, mainstream. Right. Uh, a legit horror fan will know who it is or what it is, but. I can go to anybody, but hey, have you heard of Michael Myers before? Oh, yeah. Or sorry, that's 70s, but whatever. You know, but I think after watching this movie, like I'm, it's definitely made like a list, not like a top 20, but definitely like, dude, that movie is really fucking good. So. Sure. I remember growing up that I loved Tom Savini. So I would just watch anything that Tom Savini did or mm-hmm. was in, you know, and it was never a good movie but i didn't know how to put it until like now when people come up with like it's so bad it's good that's how i thought maniac was so then re-watching it i'm like no what was i thinking i stopped the movie after i think when tom savini died or maybe when he kills the prostitute i don't know i stopped it. i'm like why am i watching this and this was before henry you know i'm like i i can't get through this the the killings each took like eight years it felt like i'm like just and it wasn't like a cool like oh let's let's make you feel like 
you're part of this this grueling process that just the way it was shot and edited i'm like and the camera they used i'm like is it daytime or nighttime because you could tell they had really cheap equipment and i just i couldn't get into it so i just stopped it i'm like this is gonna go on for the next hour i get it i'm done <laughs> okay that's funny um because i watched it and i i kind of alluded to, to this when i was talking to brandon um who's tom savini in this movie see the guy yeah. in the car yeah. with the girl yeah. okay it's funny you say that because i stopped it there too and i didn't watch it anymore <laughs> i never finished this movie um and let me tell you why i don't it it was very long kind of drug yeah. out um but the scene guys the scene where he kills the hooker yeah yep and he then he takes and he's scalping her yeah and then he takes it home and he like nails her fucking scalp to the mannequin and is like talking crazy to himself right. and stuff. I'm like, I can't do this. This is just this right. is weird and unsettling. And I don't want to look at this man anymore. He's just a big gross looking man. And it's very like it the whole hooker scene was like they're kissing they're laying there and then he's like kissing some more and then they're choking and he's like choking her for about 10 minutes it seems like like you said and it's like i kind of felt the same way i get it i've seen enough he's just a weird creeper man who goes around kills people it's all i need to see uh i i couldn't i couldn't i don't know what i just couldn't finish it it. i think it'd be different if it was because michael rooker is a really great actor yeah and i think if that guy and maniac was a good actor i probably would have finished it but i'm like no there he's thinking what he's doing he's he's like a disney channel actor like they think they're acting but they're acting like they're acting instead of being in character they're and just I, they're they're concentrating on what the next line is yeah and I, I just like that was part of it and i'm like this is not a good movie anyways you're just killing people like especially women and i hate to be that guy like thinking nowadays but it's like it seriously was like pretty grotesque, you know how they did that. And I get it that there are serial killers that do that, you know. But I'm like, I've had it. I'm I'm done. I read a thing where Gene, which is one of the Gene Ebert and Roper, one of them, when they watched it, they walked out of the that scene, the hooker scene, mm-hmm. and or Streetwalker or whatever they call him now, Woman of the Night. Um, and he's like, yeah, it's one of the worst. And I was kind of like rolling my eyes like, okay, dude, like nowadays it'll be tame and watching it now. It's just, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I could see why he walked out. Yeah. I, that's the thing about both these movies. It's like, it seemed like the killing in them. Oh my God, dude. And then he blows that guy's head off. That's the, that's after that, that scene, after that scene, I was like, nope, done. Right. Uh, like the, both the way that these movies show like people dying, it's like, it's too it's too real like i don't i don't know except for the hooker scene right. i mean i mean obviously it took forever but right. still like just like the close-up on his face and her right. face and stuff it's like this is not where i want to see brand's over here giggling because i'm 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 into that shit so i'm like the more like like I, i'm not like there are some movies that show which i, I understand what you guys are saying like the show like, do you ever see I Spit on Your Grave? Did you ever see that movie? Which I know you probably hate. You know, that's not your thing. Which, if you watch that, that, that's like one of those movies where like, it's it's a one and done. Like, you know, it's just so yeah. fucking over the top. Yeah, but the reason but, I like that movie is because they don't they get their comeuppance at the end? 
Right, which yeah. she, you That's know, why. she gets her revenge and yeah. everything. So you're like, fuck yeah, you know. Yeah. But just one thing that I hate with with some movies where they just show like too much, where you're like, all right, I get the point. Kind of show what you need to show, and then move on. There's some movies where it, it drags out. Where you're like, all right, we we know what's going on. We don't need a close up. You know yeah. what I mean? And that that's something that like. It doesn't like irritate me where I, I, I guess it does, but it doesn't make me like turn them like, oh, I, this movie's fucking garbage. Like, no, it'll stop. You know, I remember I watched The Hills Have Eyes, the remake that Alex Aja did. Did you like yeah, that? I didn't like that. That that's an uncomfortable movie, but I like but, it. Dude, it's so fuck like, yeah, but that scene where they invade, you know, the yeah. RV yeah. and the with the with the baby in the, yeah. the gun. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where they they shot it just enough where you're like, holy fuck but then it right it ends you know right. to where yeah. like that that's more my thing to where there's movies that have like legit rape scenes in it right. where you're like all right this is like all right you know speed it up come on you know i get what's happening i don't yeah. need to to like see it and that's one thing that wes craven touched on on his first movie the last house on the left where he grew up a real religious family and so the and he said in his never sleep again uh documentary that he made that movie to go against everything that he was taught growing up. He, he said, I wanted to make a movie that made people uncomfortable. That was like, this is disgusting all because he didn't, wasn't down for sure. religion, you know, like growing up, which I understand with, with this, with maniac and Henry where to me, I wasn't like, Oh my God. Like, but pardon, but I, I get it though. Where to some people, it's like, Oh shit. That's just, that's too much. It's too, it's too real. It's too, yeah, it's, not, it's not even necessarily like, it's not even necessarily like that it's gory or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like, if anything, like these two movies made me kind of have a new respect for horror movies in general because I feel like there's like a line that, yeah, it's like you can have like a really gory death and stuff, but see, like that ultra like gore and stuff kind of, kind of without that, it just makes. Like, you need that stuff to make it feel different than real life. Right. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, you cut somebody, like, they're not gushing blood out. Right. So, like, that is just, like, kind of, that's what separates it and makes it from, like, just somebody dying to, like, a movie, somebody dying. Whereas so, these movies, they weren't gory, but the shit that they did in them and, like, the way that they portrayed it, like, that was just, like, it's like I'm, it, it, felt, it felt like I was watching real life. And it's, like, if I'm, wa- like, if this is real... Why am I enjoying watching somebody like have their exactly. home invaded and get like, especially when that kid walks in and Henry, right. when they're in the house and the kid walks yeah. in and he like drops the camera and runs over to him and he's like beating. I'm like, holy shit. Like this right. is, this could be something that happened. Right. So I, I got a question for both of you, which I, I kind of know your kind of take on it. Yours, I'm kind of like still trying to figure out. When you say that these scenes, you know, with Maniac where you, you stop the movie. And then Henry, where you felt like it was too real, and then you know, sure. Are you looking at it from this movie is complete garbage the way that everything is shot, or is it just one of those movies? Do you look at it as? Oh, no, I understand what they're doing, and that's just what they did in that time, and it just wasn't. It just hit something in you where you're like, this is uncomfortable for me. Both. Both. Yeah. So like, Maniac, um, I could say this is just complete garbage. Right. You know. But Henry, I could see where they're going for. It's not for me, but I could see what they're going for. But also with these movies, I'm like, 
horror fans, there's a lot, but they're small at this. Like, there's a small group, but there's a lot of them, if that makes sense. So, like, when my friends who don't like horror movies, this is the type of horror movies they think of. And that makes me sad because I want them to experience really good horror movies. But all they think about is stuff like this. And now I'm seeing it from their point of view, like, oh, I get it why you don't like horror movies because you think it's like these movies. Right. Because they think it's real. Maybe they had an upbringing of religious parents. You can't watch this. Or maybe they just had parents that didn't allow them to watch rated R movies like us, you know? Mm. But I don't think it's people should watch these movies too. Well, and I think a lot of a lot of it too is like, because I, I believe horror has been dead since the 80s. Like, I mean, yeah, there's been a lot of good movies that have come out, but just the those essential movies that are to where it's more, you know, there's suspense there's kind of like the the on the edge of your seat feeling well i don't know about that though because like it depends on what kind of horror you mean because i feel like horror is so like there there's still good wide. movies that like, that nowadays that come out we're like man that, that was a really a because, really great yeah movie. because i mean you have like a quiet place now which isn't like i would say like traditional like freddie and jason horror but it's like it's still like a subgenre or whatever, or you have like get garbage. out, get out. You have get. Or out. I think of horror too. I think of it follows like that yeah. is like I mean that like garbage. edge. Of, come on, that like on the edge of your seat when they set up like it could be anybody, and you start seeing people in the background. Walk, I mean that's like tension. Like yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's horror. Mm-hmm. Just because it's not gore, like like I don't know if it's dead. I just don't think. I think like the days of like oh Freddy or like Jay like like people who are like figureheads of like the genre that mm-hmm. might be kind of dormant but like as far i mean conjuring that was huge yeah it that was huge mm-hmm. i mean they're not there's no gore in those just, movies right either. right no no i, I understand I, like, well, i'm not it. <laughs> when he's eating the freaking arm that was yeah gross. but like which i get it too of we, we talked about that with that movie seven where you, you never see kevin spacey kill anybody i mean you saw right. the scene but they they weren't overly like holy shit, you know? I mean, you saw some yeah. blood, you saw some ligaments and shit. Which I understand that it doesn't need to be heads exploding and stuff to be like considered horror, you know? But like, there, there are just certain movies that have come out over, you know, over over the years where I'm like, this is considered a horror movie. Which I understand. Like I said, there's different aspects. There, there's horror well, things incorporated in. Yeah, them, but I don't think that's the but, movie's fault because, like, Get Out, they call that a comedy for the award season mm-hmm. and it's like i wouldn't i mean there's funny parts there's funny parts in a lot of movies but i wouldn't call it a comedy no so like i don't think that's the fault of the movie if it if you don't think it's a horror movie and people are calling it a horror movie that's I, just the fault of advertising on other crap right I, I honestly i would label that more of like a thriller there, there were definitely some horror aspects to it but overall i mean there i mean the, the only really like horror part of that movie is when he impels them with the deer head but see you I, know, th- but, I think we often forget the blockbuster days right what would it be labeled under? So horror has so many subgenres: Sub-trend. suspense, creature, creature slasher, creature. Yeah. monster. So it's yeah. like that. Get out is horror. A quiet it is. place is horror. Right. You know, so everything falls under horror in these. But now it's like, do we subgenre it? You know, right? But as horror, as in back to we were saying the eighties. Yeah, there's not much of that anymore. Have we evolved from that? Maybe, maybe we don't need to see that anymore, mm-hmm. or we get it. I don't know. That's why I would say it's, it feels like it's kind of evolved from that, and like now people are doing. It seems like people are more trying to build out the other subgenres of horror, 
Whereas like in the eighties, slasher was like the because they tried to bring that movie. back, but they went so extreme with with Saw movies and Hostel and all mm-hmm. those Cabin Fever. They went so extreme that I'm like, it makes me not like the earlier eighties movies because of that because they're mm-hmm. big influences. They kind of water them down almost. Uh, well, but most of those movies, like no horror fan, really enjoyed anyway. Like right, Hostel. Yeah, no, true. Besides yeah. the first Saw. Right. I mean, I enjoyed the second one and the third one as far as like, eh, you know, right. but it, yeah, which it, I, I'm not down for something like Hawthorne. So sorry, all right, we're just going to torture these people, right. which I, I get, you know, I know I didn't like those movies either, but I, I just feel like when I'm watching a quiet place or I'm watching, you know, get out where I'm, you know, I, like I felt more suspense with get out than I did a quiet place. Yeah, but I don't. I, I just feel like, from my perspective, like I, I love the B movies where it's just cheesy, kind of gory, and I, I love, you know, like Adam Wingard, Adam Green, like those stuff where it's like, yeah, it's not top notch acting, top notch whatever budget, but it's still like you're like, dude, that was actually pretty legit. Right. You know what I mean? As far yeah. as just from a horror fan, yeah. But it seems like now they're trying to make those movies be like oh this is opening this is opening up against star wars you know what right. i mean just yeah. like a higher budget but like it follows it comes at night the witch like those right. movies where it's just like and even when i went and watched the strangers pray at night there there was four i counted four tri- previews for movies coming out they were all west craven the hills or not the hills but um last house and left fucking knockoffs literally all four of them were we're black people in this town and these white people are coming after us right. and we're locked in this house. Yeah. I'm like, dude, is this what like horror is doing well, now? No, I mean, like that, that's I just, just, that's Hollywood in general. Everybody's reading. Well, I know, but it's just, and just people, it. they, they pump it up. Like, dude, this is the creepiest. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just like, well, first of all, you shouldn't be reading that. Oh, I when, know. Cause you're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting hyped by the advertisement. But I, I also know. in college, I, I was helping my professor. I don't think he ever did. And I'm sure somebody already did it. Um, we were going to write a, a book on horror movies. So I was watching rated versus unrated horror movies. And then we've the, all the movies that I watched from like The Hills Have Eyes, um, like every seven minutes there was a, a, a kill, some sort of gore scene or sex or nudity. Mm. And then so what we were Oops. trying to do is correlate how horror fans get off on gore and sex. You know, so there's kind of like a icky situation between those you know like how horror fans and maybe this is bad for me to say i mean i'm a horror fan but it's like if you don't have like boobs in a horror movie then are you a true horror movie too you know or if you don't have gore in a horror movie are you considered a true horror yeah that's why i think it's cool when movies kind of break away from that like a quiet place right or it follows like they don't they i mean they don't rely on that they right. rely more on like the tension building and that kind of stuff and see that's why i think it's just different it's just more evolving it's just not like the same type of thing i, I mean i kind of to circle back i agree with you though maniac i don't i don't think that's a good movie at all right uh henry i don't think i mean i i think it's funny because like i always rate this like oh which movie do i would i have the most fun watching or would i want to watch again this is hard because I don't want to watch either of these movies again. <laughs> so I have to go by like which movie I feel like is like a a good movie. Right. 
and like I said, because of Michael Rooker and the way they act and stuff, like I would have I have to pick Henry. Mm-hmm. But do I want to watch it again? Never. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was it's good at what it does. I guess it just like you said, what it does is not for me, right? Or anybody. <laughs> All right, Brandon, what's your pick? Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to like stick to like my roots as far as what I grew up enjoying snuff snuff absolutely <laughs> guys in little blue shorts um <laughs> if you don't know freddie's wearing little tight blue shorts <laughs> you know what we'll post it to our instagram jesus christ i wouldn't even say that they're, they're not even they're not even tight they're running they're they're like yeah. jogging shorts they're, they look tight from here. Well, same. I'm sitting down and it like goes up. But it's once I stand, on a, if I was as skinny as you, I would still not feel comfortable showing that much leg. I'm not. I don't like shorts. When have you ever seen me wear shorts? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but like, I don't know because, like you said, I, I I like everything, but then there are some things like, like me and Freddie, where he's like, I really love that. Where I'm like. Eh, you know, then I'm like, dude, this is really good. And Freddie's like, no, that's really bad. I, I, I like those movies where it's like there's not a lot of violence. It's more... You're a hipster. That's a hipster sitting right there. I'm not a hipster. Uh, Why are you pointing at Kylo Ren? Anyway, but I don't know. Like, just watching both of them, I'm like, like I, I watch Maniac, and I'm like, this is what I've, like, grew up on. And watching Henry, that's that, like... God, dude, this movie is so unsettling and like unnerving. And this is what I jerk off to, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I got to pick Henry. Like, really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I thought you were gonna pick Maniac know, the way too. you're talking well, about it. Yeah. You said you got to stick to your roots. Yeah. I thought he was but, setting us up like. Yeah. But so I, I got to stick to my roots. But if, if we're talking about, I, I, if I was gonna show somebody one of the two, I would. You know, watch this one, you know, but like I said, I, I wouldn't say like I, I'm in love with Maniac, but I, I did enjoy it and everything that it offered, like the scene where she's taking pictures of him with a camera and the little boy is on the bike and he like runs into, him. I don't think you guys got that far. No. no okay. Well, there, there's a really cool <laughs> scene where he's walking through a park and a lady with a camera, uh, was taking pictures of her son on his bike. And that's like, where park. I stopped. That's where he, it's at the park. Yeah. He stopped the little kid on the bike and he does like watch it or something. And he looks over the lady of the camera and she like takes a picture of him and she's like, I don't know, it was just really cool how they shot it. But yeah, you know, I, I enjoyed Maniac too, but like as far as like good like acting, so it has a mix of everything. It has like the good acting, it has the horror aspect, it's unsettling, all wrapped in one. So definitely Henry. Let me ask you something. Like, because we take turns picking movies. Why did you pick these movies? I'm just curious. Because I wanted to pick something that I haven't seen before. Oh, okay. Because usually it's everything okay. we've, aside from really yeah. it, Yeah. I, I've seen everything that we've picked, right. you know? Yeah. And so I, I originally wanted to be like, I don't think, I know Josh hasn't seen these. I, I don't know if Freddie has seen these, but I know I haven't. So right. I'll okay. watch them and, yeah. you know, and we'll do them. So I, I wanted to pick something along those lines of we haven't really done, like, I mean, we've done, you know, killers and stuff. But as far as, like, one guy, sure, no mask, sure, not a zombie, not a vampire, but 
normal normal dudes, you yeah. know. So. Well, <clears throat> I don't want to pick either, <laughs> but I'm going Josh's route. I guess you're Henry, because I wouldn't recommend them to watch any of these movies, honestly. So you, I I know you answered the question, but I I want a little more. <laughs> Watching them, like, were were you legit? Like it made me reflect upon myself as a horror fan. Why do I like horror movies? What am I getting out of this? Right. How does this does this making me a better person? Does this inspire me to really want to direct horror movies? Like all these, you know? Like it really made me reflect upon my history of horror movies. Well, and I, I was just kind of thrown off because you, you liked Alex Aja as the Hills Have Eyes, which has a lot of that all right, this is fucking I feel like if we did that, I know from him, he'd probably give the same reaction of, I, I couldn't watch it. But there's redeeming parts. There is. Yeah. But is that the, if, if there was a redeeming part in any of these movies, would you say, oh. Maybe, maybe that's the point because life isn't redeeming sometimes. Maybe that's what they're saying, <laughs> you know? But we as human beings, whether you agree with this or not, we all have hope in something. Right. Right. Which, like, why I love both these because I'm like into serial killers. Like I watch a lot of documentaries. I read a lot of books. Yeah, me too. And so like watching like Maniac where I'm going like this is like Ed Gein shit. You know, he's cutting the scalps off and he's talking to fucking mannequins and he has one in his bed. Like this is something somebody would totally do. You know, that's why I think that's why I like Maniac a lot. But that's Maniac also glorifying the killer. Like why am I watch like when I watch Mindhunters on Netflix, I'm just like Oh, it's not about the killers. It's about these two guys who are trying to dissect yeah, what makes a killer. I think a killer. that it, I think that is kind of interesting. The uh, the the both these movies, the main character is a serial killer. Right. Like usually, you know, like Jason or Freddy or whatever. Like it's your main character isn't the serial killer. Right. It's like the person who is trying to survive or yeah. trying to find out the serial killer. So like you have someone to root for, but when you make the main character. The person going around killing people without any remorse it's like how right how like you said how do you find anything redeeming hold, about these people hold on i'm not gonna name names but you, you know who i'm i'm looking at right doesn't he look like a retarded guy that doesn't like his ears touched <laughs> what brendan we don't say that anymore <laughs> that what, what was that movie the guy that didn't like his ears touched uh and uh Warren. there's something about mary yeah doesn't he kind of look like that uh, so I'm so anyway, happy. Sorry, sorry. I'm so happy we're having a discussion. You get to go on Instagram and look at your feed. <laughs> Josh is trying to say something. You're like, nope, tuning out. Instagram. <laughs> no, no, I, I got a, a DM, so uh -huh. I was just reading it. So. But that that seems like the. I don't want to call it a fault, but that seems like kind of what leads to the problems that me and you have at least right. with these movies is that. You don't have anyone to root for. You just, from the get-go, you're seeing their perspective, which is interesting because it is different. Right. But maybe now we kind of see it why it's not like that more often, I guess. Right. So, I guess, in the end, Michael Rooker takes it. Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard that Tim Burton was supposed to be remaking that movie. Mary Poppins? Yeah. There is no. a there's a sequel though. Yeah, there's a sequel coming. Trailer out. came out. Yeah, mm. Emily Blunt. Well, no, this, this is a while ago. Like oh. I heard that he was like writing it. But. Sure. So Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer takes it in this matchup. Maniac. Well, honestly, 
throw both these in the trash. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, just be prepared, but there's some unsettlingness. And maybe, I don't know, maybe you won't be have that issue, but... Maybe Josh and I were just too sensitive for this stuff. Like, which, going back to it, like, I, I, I get, like, there, there are horror fans that... I only like ghosts and demons and stuff, and I, I can't see people suffer and, like, die. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just sick and twisted, but it's just like, I just watch it, I'm like, I don't have, like, the only thing that, that really were is just, I'm just like, if there's, a, like, a rape scene that's just too rapey ongoing. So, like, watching, which I, I know you said that, you know, like, the diminishing of women in horror movies is, is too much, where right. it's, you know, why why does the woman get killed like right. you, you know which you know okay but like i don't know just brandon's like yeah okay i beat him whatever <laughs> the no, thing is is like in those time it's like oh we're gonna brutally kill him oh you know what why the heck let's just make him naked too why not you know it's like right. that's why i'm happy we've evolved past all that you know from tits and so <laughs> your your movie whatever it is uh-huh would you have nudity or sex in it no no. Unless it serves the story. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like I I don't think you really need it unless for some like something happens in the story where you need it. But even then, like, it's kinda a close call because like you I mean you could write away in right. the story for it to make yeah. sense. So like really Like when I watch Westworld, it's coming back tonight. And I love that show. There's so much sex and nudity, but I feel like that serves the story because one of the People say, like, this is what the viewers want. They want sex and violence. And as an HBO viewer, what do people watch? Game of Thrones, you know? So it's kind of commentating on and making you reflect, is this why you watch these type of shows? You know? So I don't know if you guys watch Westworld, but it's basically they just run amok in this town and they kill people. They look like people, but they're robots, Mm -hmm. you know? But they do whatever they want to these robots, like rape them, kill them, whatever, you know. So the creator wants you to make, reflect how we are as a human society, how we mm. could take advantage of people, you know. So if it serves a story, I will, but no, you know. I think we had some good discussion here yeah, about I think the, this, this the, is a good one, the you know? uh, do you state know? of horror and whatnot. Speaking of no nudity or anything in a movie, zip. I rewatched. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched um, the Fog. John Carpenter. Oh, do, do you like? That I movie? love that movie. Yeah, you got it, dude. It's that movie is awesome. It's so cool. Yeah, it's which it, it's hard because he did this one before he did the thing. Yeah. Which one do you like better? I like the thing. You like the thing. That thing is so good. That thing is my number one. I don't know, but like. Following up Halloween, where it's just one thing right. where like he he can't ever make another good movie right. now, yeah. you know. But like I, I think I watched Halloween. I think the thing was like the next, or maybe it was Vampires. I don't remember which. Like another John Carpenter movie I watched. So it was like the Halloween, the thing. Where like these are like his best movies until I watched The Fog. Where I'm like, that's another one in yeah. the notch of awesome John Carpenter movies. You have to you have to make that in a matchup one of these weeks. Yeah, it, it, it's the it, thing versus the mist. The mist. <laughs> Just because of the titles, <laughs> the thing versus the bit. I mean the the fog, the fog versus, versus the, the mist. Honestly, if we were gonna do that, I would probably pick the blob. The blob. Yeah, I know it's closer to that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's not the matchup we're doing for this next episode. 
Freddy. Yeah. What are we doing for this next episode? We're doing. I forgot already. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, what did he pick? And oh, I remember now. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. A quiet place versus signs. Oh, signs. Yeah. So see, here we go. We're gonna get a dose of modern horror, about as modern as you can get. Because a quiet Wait. place opened what, like two weeks ago, a week yeah, ago, something like that. It's the, the go, six. It is crazy. Six. It's like getting a lot of. People are talking about it. Right. It's got a lot of buzz. Uh, Big Tuna from The Office. He's the director, the star, the writer. Who knew? Jim. I know. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I didn't even know he did any of that until me and Brandon saw it, yeah, two weeks ago. And uh, he mentioned that. I was like, John Krasis, like the guy from The Office? He's like, yeah. And his wife, and then Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. Yeah. I was saying, is that true that she was? Yeah. yeah and I looked it up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. There's been a lot of videos on YouTube I've seen pop up of like him dissecting scenes and stuff it's been really cool yeah. just so like kind of listen to him and his reasoning and stuff but it's also kind of cool because like i've never seen him in that headspace i've always just right. seen him as like the dopey guy from the office right. but like to see him like serious he, actor yeah he clearly knows oh yeah stuff yeah it's kind of cool but which, which is kind of enjoyable like with jordan peele and get out where you're seeing somebody who doesn't come from a horror background to make oh yeah a movie yeah is that why you're excited for halloween because uh, yeah, there's exactly. a yeah. before we digress, uh, you can find the podcast at versuspodcast.com. Uh, now look for us on iTunes, ver- search versus horror podcast or versus horror, uh, and we'll be on Stitcher. You can search for versus versus podcast or versus horror. Uh, send us an email, uh, somebody just do it, whatever. You could hate us, you could you could tell us that we're wrong about everything, but we'll still read it at versus movie podcast at gmail.com. Uh, find all of our links at our website. Once again, versus podcast.com bros. I'm looking forward to our next matchup signs and uh quiet place. I almost forgot the name. <laughs> again. I almost said a silent place. A, a, silent, si- place. a, si- a silent, a signs place. Yeah. A silent place. May- maybe for a couple episodes, we should pick, some newer shit. Okay. We'll since, discuss since, that since we've yeah. kind of hit something here a yeah. little bit. Okay. okay. I don't know what that means. The only thing I know <laughs> that Brandon hits are his previous girlfriends, so we'll go off of that. Uh, my dick. For, 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 <laughs> wow. For Versus Horror Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Brandon. And this is Freddie. Why are you guys so fucking tired? What do you mean? Well, because I had a a delicious rock star. Keep belching into the mic. You got 16 ounces of pure canned energy. All right, whatever. Bye, boy. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.